penultimate pandemisode of Music Reagan. Alliteration. I'm Paul Champanelli. I am Kirk Pinchon. It's definite. Uh, this is the second to last uh, pandemisode that we're going to do. Yeah, right? yeah, Paul. Yeah, we, we got the backseat. After 14 months. Uh, wow. We're going to record this one separately, and then we're going to record the next one separately. And then after that, folks, we're getting back. We're going to do episode 81 at long last. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Episode 81 instead of episode (laughs) 80.528, as I've been. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The magic is happening. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, me too. It's going to be great. Yeah. Get ready for themed episodes again, videos. Trivia, trivia contest. Oh, the fucking trivia. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna yeah. get back. We're gonna get right into like getting tense again with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We we have an unresolved trivia contest. I, I'm gonna oh, have yeah. to go back to the last episode we recorded together in February of twenty twenty oh, to figure God. out what, what the score the current score is to see if we can pick it up. That's crazy. Do you yeah. remember the last episode we did? Episode 80, which would have been was, a grab bag because we do grab bags right. on the 10. It was a great grab bag. It's wow. on the 10, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. You know, in the last episode, we had said that um, uh, the, uh, not Dickable Planets, uh, the Digital Underground is much like the Parliament Funkadelic of uh, 90s hip hop and that um, hump, uh, that uh, Shock G is sort of like a George Clinton-esque figure which is accurate but when i was thinking about it this week humpty hump sounds like bootsy collins oh yeah that's right people say it looked like it's a ham on crack humpty yeah it does yeah yeah i would not be surprised uh headshot if someone went to shock g when he was still around and like hey a little bit of bootsy with that he would have been like yeah a little bit of bootsy with that i'm sure it was you know i'll bet he was maybe doing an impression of bootsy when he discovered the 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 voice for the character yeah and then he's like let's just make this a thing now although i saw an interview where he compared his humpty hump voice to slick rick's voice the way they talk in the back of the nasal passage like that i was like okay yeah that's a little little bit bit. a little little, bit yeah i'll give it to you a little bit but i mean not that he's doing an impression of him, but just the where, yeah. the, where in the where the voice sits in the where skull. the vocality lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, Craig. Yeah. Uh, could you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. I'm in the mood for a fun fact. Some maybe a little sassy, maybe. I want to have some fun, but I also want to learn. That's why I'm here because it's time for Kirk's fun fact. Kirk's fun fact. I just read this. Um, about a few days ago and was like, wow, I did not know that. Here is the fun fact. Mm-hmm. Janet Jackson Ooh. first passed on How Will I Know that ultimately went to Whitney Houston. Ooh. That is a fun fact. So the orders, apparently, they pa- uh, they gave it to Janet and Jack's like, nah, I don't think so. And then went on to record her control album, mm-hmm. which would have, how will I know, would have been on that album had she said yes. Yeah. And that was 86, but 85, I guess they immediately in 85 gave it to Whitney. And Whitney's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. Huh. And she did, how will I know? That's, I mean, that is interesting, but it also makes me sort of sad because obviously, like, 
at the time, Janet Jackson was the biggest pop star in the world. And then she put out that Control album and it was just such a bomb and such an embarrassment for her. And yes. it basically ended her career because it had no hits. Yeah. It, it was a it's a colossal failure in yeah. the music history. And everyone and, knows that. Yeah. And you haven't never really heard of Janet Jackson since 1986 no. because of that. And it's and like, it's, wow, she had just taken that one song. All she had to do was do How Will I Know? And she would yeah. have had a different career. Yeah. And we That's wouldn't be asking sad. whatever happened to Janet Jackson. Yeah. yeah. She just why why couldn't she do more than <laughs> her three teen bubblegum albums? Yeah. Yeah. Why did Control Tank so bad and that take her to the next level? Um, that is a fun fact. I have, I, I'm fine with history the way it played out because the, I, I like How Will I Know better than zero songs on Control. I'm not a huge How Will I Know fan and I love Control, so. Oh, I see what you're saying. For a second, I thought it was reversed. I was like, Paul, I'm about to fucking hang up right now. No, no, no. I, yeah. I don't particularly like that song. Um, I like other Whitney Houston How Will I Know. Um, it's funny yeah, yeah, Janet Jackson, much more. Yeah. But when that when I read that, I closed my eyes and I was like, oh, I can hear the Janet Jackson version of it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's not as singy because you couldn't sing that well, but it's there. I can hear it. Yeah, when you think or when I think of Whitney Houston, it's weird. I'm not a big Whitney Houston fan. I've said that before. Yeah. The Whitney that I do like is early pop star Whitney more than like ballad, you know, the the full like the full power of the voice, I will always love you Whitney. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I agree. You know I what agree. I mean? But I, I still don't love I still don't I'm not a huge fan. I don't love um how will I know? I do like I want to dance with somebody. I like them both maybe dance with somebody I like a little bit more. Yeah. But uh I I do enjoy all her pop stuff where her best song to me is uh, You Give Good Love, which was her first single. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that song. Yeah, yeah, I think you've talked about that before. But I'm 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 here for I'm Your Baby Tonight. That one's good. Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, I'm here for um, How Will I Know. I'm here for Dance with Somebody. I'm trying to think of some of her later stuff. What, what, what would I have liked? Mm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the, I, one that, the one that makes my skin crawl is Greatest Love of All. <laughs> I hate Greatest Love of All. Yeah. I, I don't particularly like Saving All My Love for You. It's okay. I don't think it's great. Yeah. It's okay. But uh, I yeah. respect Whitney more than I enjoy her music. Um, I just never really. Oh, well said. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like you like some of her stuff, but overall, I would take other artists over her enjoy enjoyment more wise. Yeah. But she's a yeah. lot of people's favorites, and they don't like me to not be fully on board. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I'm on. I think I'm in your camp too. I enjoy more Mariah Carey songs than I do Whitney Houston songs. Yeah, I'll take almost any diva or or pop singer over Whitney Houston. She's oh, never really. Okay, all right. Let me throw these names out at you. Then uh -huh. this is interesting. Okay, uh -huh. um, Cher. Yeah. Oh, no way. Oh, I take Whitney over Cher. I like Cher. I like Cher uh, better as an actor, though. Yeah, she's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, um, Celine Dion. Absolutely not. I cannot. Okay. Even I though I've seen Whitney. Celine Dion live at that yes. Kiss 108 concert in 1992. Legendary. I don't hate Whitney Houston. I do hate Celine Dion. Okay. What about Bette Midler? 
Oh, I'll take Bette Midler over any living human being. <laughs> I fucking love Bette Midler. Dude. All right. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Hell yeah. Over Whitney. Wow. I take But Whitney. again, I'm more a fan of Barbara Streisand, the actor. I don't really know her music that much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. All right. All right. Well, that's about equal. But yeah, that was uh, that was Kirk's fun fact. Yeah, that was a fun fact. I never heard yeah. that before. There's never a lot of songs like that. Like, hey, did you know that, you know, X big star passed on Y big hit at, before someone else, you know, recorded it instead? But I never heard that one. No, me neither. Me yeah. neither. I I thought that would, yeah, I, th- I would think that would be more common knowledge. Like I would know that from years ago. But that's literally this week is the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, cool. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Fun, fun. And a fact. And a fact. Yeah. And now I'm wicked smiling. All right. Let's get to our penultimate top five. Penultimate. Uh, this is a this is a weird one that you pitched, which when you gave it to me, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, Paul, let's do it. Uh, well, I uh, yes, it was my idea. One particular song I was listening to and ruminating upon inspired me to come up with this idea. Um. And I'll tell you which song it is when I get to it on my list because okay. it is on my list. This, these, these are the top five songs that we believe belong on every wedding playlist. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, that is a little bit. Um, and, and I also imposed some extra restrictions on myself. Oh, so, to so, tell. So, you know, this, as always, I have an idea of what this idea means, but I left it up to you to interpret for yourself. For me, it means... All of these songs have to be crowd pleasers. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to. My problem is always I want to make the contrarian, like hipster yeah. douchebag choice and be like, th- okay, you want to listen to Thriller on your uh, on yeah. your Halloween playlist? Well, what about the Boogeyman by the Jacksons? <laughs> That's different. That's the one on my playlist. Yeah. So it's a little bit that, but you can't go too far off the reservation. The reservation because you have to please the crowd at a wedding. A hundred percent. You have to please multiple generations. Yep. You need to pick the big recognizable hits. But I still didn't want to pick like the most obvious things. Mm-hmm. I want to pick the big hit that you kind of forgot that you like. Right. Or that the audience goes, oh, yeah, this song. But I do love this song. Oh, that's a good way to do you it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, no, like no breakup songs. I don't care how much of a banger it is. This yeah. is a wedding. It's a wedding. This is about love. And everything about has to be on the fun. Dance floor. Yes, yeah. it has to be fun. It has to be danceable. And it has to be appeal to basically everybody. Yes. And then just for an extra twist, for myself, I picked one song from every decade, from the 60s through the 2000s. Oh, look at you. Because, again, you've got... Uh, you've got, you know, uh, young kids, two grandmas and grandpas. So you need songs for every generation. So I decided to pick one from each of five decades. I like that. I picked ones that I want to hear at a wedding that'll get me on the dance floor, but that everyone else, I, I almost guaranteed I know will like as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that well, obviously, that yes, first. I, I pick first. songs that I like. Yeah, me first. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not my wedding, me first. Yeah. It's funny. It made me think of this. I was at a wedding once years ago. Uh, we One of the weirdest things I've ever seen at a wedding. Uh, a big group of us who all knew the groom 
uh, all went to the wedding mm-hmm. and we're on the dance floor just cutting it up. Everyone's dancing and having a great time, all, all the groom's friends. Mm-hmm. And the groom's out there and the bride comes up and says, you need to go to the DJ and have him change the songs because your friends are dancing too much. <laughs> like you were stealing focus. Yeah. And I was literally there and I was like so confused. I was like, she was upset that people were on the dance floor dancing mm-hmm. to the songs that she chose. Right. Like this was her and her uh, husband's playlist. And it was so weird. Like two or three of us heard this and we were just like, wait, what? Your friends are dancing too much. That's so weird. So, so weird. weird. How long ago was that? Oh, God. Like maybe oh, 23 years ago. Oh, wow. 23, 23. Are still they still together? together? Okay. Still good. together. Good. Have family. Wonderful. Yeah. But it was just one of those weird bride moments where I was like, wait, what? What? I'll bet if you asked her about that, she wouldn't even remember. Guarantee she'd be like, "Wait, what are you talking? I never said yeah, that." It's, not it's what just she one of those from her wedding, but you do ma- manic bride moments. So yeah. yeah, it would be funny if she's like, "Oh no, I remember you were dancing too much." Like she fully like kept it for twenty four years in her brain it would be yeah. hysterical. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you <laughs> she, have any? She's still angry about. It. I have like a like not an honorable mention, but a dishonorable mention. I have a dishonorable mention and an honorable. Oh, this is yeah. gonna be great because this is an example of what I mean. Of like, this is a song that I like by a band that I love, but it's it it already is played at every wedding. And to mm-hmm. me, this is like this is like the thriller, as thriller is to Halloween playlists. Mm-hmm. Love Shack is to wedding playlists. Oh, ooh, I didn't expect that. Yeah, it's great and everyone loves it, but it's like, come on. It's it's so basic. It's very, very basic. And you we, could plug in like a lot of other B-52 songs. You could play Rock Lobster at a wedding. I think it would work. It's not on my list. No, I, I would take but, Love Shack over Rock Lobster for me. Yeah. I mean, there's other ones that I would name. I'm just saying. The B-52s are almost across the board just make great party music. Yes. What if you were like, they need to play Deadbeat Club? Yeah. Girl from Ipanema goes to, uh, uh, not Girl from Ipanema, Girl from, uh, what's the what's the parody uh, title? I, I, I forget. It's, oh, shit. I can't remember. But you know, know what exactly. I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that would be a good deep cut. Yeah. Um, I have an honorable just because I couldn't put him on my list. So my honorable is literally any song by Luther Vandross. <laughs> okay, sure. I couldn't. I was like, what, 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 I was like, what Luther song am I going to pick? And I started to, and I was like, no, fuck it. Honorable mention, literally any song you can play at a wedding for Luther. Fast or slow. It just works. Yeah. Yeah. My dishonorable mention is also, I'm giving you a don't at me. Mm -hmm. So my don't at me is this. If Moni Moni is on your wedding playlist, congrats on your divorce. Don't (laughs) at me. Do not play Moni Moni at your wedding. This seems like I'm really... uh neutral about this this to me sounds like the oh. opinion of a man who grew up in the 80s oh god i fucking hate that song <laughs> i like it. that song oh, i would never think so to bad. play it at a wedding though but i guess so it i've is been one to of those so songs. many weddings where it's been played yeah 
And I'm just like, oh fuck this. That seems like Gen X weddings, though. I bet that's Probably. I bet that's sort of passed out of favor. And I hope weddings. so because it, that song should be dead and buried, yeah. let alone not played at a wedding. I don't think a lot of young millennials who are getting married now are putting "Money Money" on the playlist unless they just leave it up to the DJ. And, <laughs> yes. You know. Yes. That's the other thing too. I'm glad you brought that up for weddings. Like for when Ann and I got what married. Uh, we were not going to do a band. Don't get a band. It's always going to be disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got a DJ and we gave like specific like demands of like, play these songs. Don't play these songs. Like we said, don't play Moni Moni. Mm-hmm. Don't play any of that. Don't play any of this music. Don't play any of that. And he was great. He was really cool about it. And we had a great dance party. Everyone was dancing. And then at one point, he played a, De- a Depeche Mode song mm-hmm. and everyone kind of like left the dance floor and he immediately got on the mic and goes, that was Kirk and Ann. That was their decision, not mine. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. And I was like, nope, that's right, man. You're right. I yeah. put, we put it in there. We put it in there, but it cleared the floor. It was a dance song. Yeah. Uh, um, but it cleared was, the floor a little bit. Was that first big hit of theirs? That's a, um... Just Can't Get Enough? Yeah, yeah. Was it Just just Can't Get Enough? No. No. No, I think it was something later. It might have been like Personal Jesus or something. It kind of <laughs> It was like a, around just asked for across the board. Um, um, <laughs> this mortal coil. The, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cocteau twins. Cocteau twins is what I was trying to say. Yeah. It'd been hysterical. Like, if we knew you then and you played like Sugar Hip Hiccup or uh, Pearly Dew Drops Drops at your. <laughs> no, she got the. Uh, she got it that we need to dance because she wanted to yeah. dance too. Although, how fun it would have been if for some reason you were at the wedding and you're like, this is the best music I've ever heard. They're playing this mortal coil and dead can dance at this wedding. They're just playing like songs of the siren. <laughs> and everyone's just sort of just sitting in their chairs, just sort of like hunched and looking just, at the floor. Yeah. And you're like, this is great. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to hear that. At a wedding. That's for alone times. Kirk. <laughs> that's, that's for so I don't need to time. hear that. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. My parents uh, have a similar story uh, where they, they specifically requested two songs not be played at their wedding and say, and the reason I know the story is because they complained that the band played them anyway, even though they specifically requested, I'd be mad not to play this. And my parents got married in 1976. And so the two songs that they specifically banned and were ignored were the girl from Ipanema, the actual bossa nova. Okay. Yeah. And uh, bad, bad Leroy Brown. And I said, that who would play that at a wedding? And they were like, yeah. it was really popular at the time. So in the seventies and it's, you know, just one of those sort of standards. Yeah. Can't imagine. That's very random. Although I would love it if your parents remembered if they played Brandy by Looking Glass. <laughs> Brandy, you're a fine girl. That, yeah. 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 Because that was popular around that time. It made me think sure, of that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into the list. I'll kick it off so you can sure. wrap it up this time. Uh, I didn't go in order of decades. I went in order of uh, how much I want the songs to be played. I like that better. I like okay. that much better. Uh, so I'm going to start with the 2000s. All right. Which this was like sort of a one-hit wonder. I don't know. Maybe they had other hits. I certainly don't know other songs. Uh, by this band but this was a big like dance pop hit from 2002 or three i know i was in college mm-hmm. by a danish duo oh 
called Junior Senior. Remember Move Your Feet by Junior Senior? I fucking love that song. I was 100% certain that you would love that song. I love that song. Had no idea they were Danish. That's why I was like, who's he talking about? Oh, yeah. No idea. Yep. Oh, that's Remember, a yeah. good one. I have no idea if I don't. That's the thing. I don't go to a lot of weddings. I don't like weddings, um, so I don't know if this gets played at weddings. But if it doesn't, then it should, because it's such a quintessential early two thousands uh, yeah. pop song to me. It still holds up. It's yeah. still really good. I'm really wondering fun. if that's almost. It's hard to say because to me, I'm like, is that a deep cut? Do people know that song? I feel like they it gets used on like commercials and stuff. It does a lot. Or like it it's does. one of those songs where if you said Move Your Feet by Junior Senior to a lot of people, they'd be like, I don't know what the fuck that is. But if they heard it, they'd be like, oh, this song. Yes. You know, of I yes. love this song. And then they're dancing to it. That's a great example of like. No one would request that at a wedding because they wouldn't know it. But once they heard it, they'd be like, oh, I can't believe the song's being played. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, the name of the great. album it comes from is one of my top five, possibly top three favorite album names of all time. And I bet you'd like it if you. I, I have the I had the album. I can't remember. Oh, you had the whole album. The yeah. title of the album is Don't Don't Stop the Beat. Yes, because that's in that's in the song. Yeah. Oh, but it's like D hyphen D hyphen don't don't stop the beat. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Even the title is danceable. That's a prime example of an album where you bought it for the single. Yeah, I don't know a single other. Uh, no, nope. well, for me, it was just like oh, I downloaded that song on LimeWire, and I was yeah. like, "That's all I need from Junior Senior forever." Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Thank you for the one song. Yeah. Oh, that so, is good. Yeah, hell yeah! I bet you that can play good. that at any any wedding, anytime. And it is again, even if people never heard the song before in their life, it's irresistible. Yeah, it's, they're going to not know it, and they're still going to be like, oh, this is fun. Let's just dance to it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, way to start it off, Paul. I really like that. Yeah. My number five, I put it number five because this was our – this was our – I've talked about this. Mm-hmm. This was one of our wedding songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little bit of a caveat with it. Number five is Big Papa, the Ooh. clean version. Okay. So, yeah, you're playing clean. You're playing clean had, versions at the you wedding. Had to play, sure. you, had, you had to play the clean version of Big Papa by Biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, we played it uh, as our. We had two wedding songs. One that we danced to alone, and then at the, the Big Papa was our last song of the night. And and the DJ is like, this is the second wedding song of Kirk and Ann, but they want everyone to come out and dance if you want. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah. And even though it's a little slower, it was a great way to end because everyone knew it and everyone loved it. Yeah, and it's if it is a good because it's got sort of a slower groove. Yes, it's not a slow jam by any means, but it is no. a good like end of the night sort of. Yeah, cool out song. Cool out song. Everyone just get relaxed because you're going home after this. Mm-hmm. Go um, home, have a have a T bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welch's grape. <laughs> Welch's grape. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Paul. Yes, I uh, love that song so much. So good to the point so where good. it, even though it it came out in the right smack in the middle of my junior high, I only listened to alternative radio snobbishness, uh, and was just not listening to any hip hop at all at that point in my life. That song, I was like, no, I like that one. Yeah, like Big Papa cut through my uh, 
little walled garden there. <laughs> no, like, no, that song, this song is amazing. Yeah, it, it's undeniable. It's yeah, undeniable. Absolutely. And it's a good one to play at, at a wedding, especially at the end of the night, because no, nobody thinks it's coming. Yeah. Or if if you uh, have a wedding where where children are allowed, go ahead and play the album with not the clean <laughs> yeah. version, but the the real version. Yeah, there yeah. were no children at this one, but it was one of those like, oh, let's just be safe and play the clean one, so some 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 older folk don't get mad. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like that song. Even in its dirty version, isn't too nasty, is it's it? It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to the '70s uh, for a band. That I know you hate. <laughs> the Doors. And that I also hate. Oh, well. But everybody else loves. And so I feel like if you have to play them to please everybody, then let's play them. But let's go with the one song of theirs that I do like. And I like okay. it a lot. We're talking about ABBA. Ah. All right. And I really don't like ABBA, but I really like Voulez-Vous. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I can't explain it. It's a little bit That's edgier. Weird. It's got a great like rising action. It's got like a really cool bass. Mm. I mean, it just isn't, it doesn't nauseate me the way that like Fernando or Dancing Queen or yeah. Waterloo do. And I'm like, all right, if the people are going to expect some ABBA, then let's at least cut them off at the pass and not play Dancing Queen, but we'll play Voulez-Vous. And then I'm so, happy. Everyone's happy. You can really dance to it. And it does have that factor of people go like, oh, yeah, this one. I, yes. I do like this one, but I forget about this one. Or like, yes, I didn't expect to hear it at the wedding. You, you said it best when it's like you're giving people their ABBA fix mm -hmm. on, on your terms. Exactly. Yes. 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 ABBA was one of the bands that we banned from the DJ. <laughs> I remember that specifically. I yeah. was like, no yeah. ABBA will be played. They're banned from my wedding too, except for Voulez-Vous. That, <laughs> that song to me is cool as shit. I just like that one. But again, that fits a, that fits a wedding. I mean, it 100% fits Abs a wedding. Yeah, absolutely. You, everybody can get down to that one. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so funny that there's ABBA involved in this mm -hmm. already. You got to please the crowd, baby. My number four, this is just happenstance. Mm -hmm. We're celebrating this man's birthday today. Oh. Uh, today is the birthday of Stevie Wonder. Happy birthday, Stevie. Happy, happy birthday, he's Stevie Wonder. He's 71 today, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, because he came out when he was 11. I believe he was born in 1950. Yeah, that sounds about right because he yeah. started out in 61. So yes. Mm -hmm. So as, as of this recording, uh, he is today's his birthday. Now uh, there are so many Stevie songs you could play at a wedding. Yes, they all work. They can all you, work. Can can I want to try to guess? But can you tell me what album it's from? It's from. Is it In Square Circle? I uh, just tell me. I know it's not going to be one of the early Motown ones. No, yeah, it's it's late seventies, early eighties, Stevie. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a slow jam. Oh, a slow jam. Okay, yes. I'm, not, I'm not sure. This go ahead and go ahead and say it. Ribbon in the sky. Ribbon in the sky. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's All a right. pretty song. It's it's one of those. Let's just slow it down. Everyone can dance to this. No one needs to like grind and dry hump each other for the nice one. Mm -hmm. yeah. We'll get to that later. Sure. Um, 
And uh, you can't go wrong. We played Ribbon in the Sky with that. It's one of those. It's just it's the sweet song that everyone dances yeah. to. And you're not going super obvious with like Superstition or You Are the Sunshine of yes. My Life. Love those songs. Yeah, can never get sick of them. But it's like let's be a little bit creative, maybe with yeah. our playlists and not something a little you know, different. Yeah, let's not let's not do I just called to say I love you. Well, let's just not listen to that song ever <laughs> or acknowledge doubt. its existence in any way. Yes, right. yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, you can and play it, Sir Duke at a wedding. We played Sir Duke's. Yeah, yeah. Sir Duke is great at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, great at a. I wish is great at a wedding. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Well, I'd but, probably I'd rather go with uh, Wild Wild West by that meth head. Uh, is that the well, one that that's the one that samples I wish, right? Yeah. 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 With, yeah. With Cisco and uh, Will Smith. Yeah. From the no. For yeah. From the Cisco's on that. I think he sings. Track? I think he sings backup on it. Oh God, I don't. I don't actually like that or no. <laughs> I thought he sang backup on it. I could yeah. be wrong. Um, uh, yeah, good one. Good yeah. one. Ribbon in the Sky. Pretty song. Yeah, it seems like you're going slow jams, and I went with like party jams. And between uh, the two no, of us, I, we're going to come up with a really good wedding playlist. Right? I have, I have two, I have two party jams. Okay. Yeah, and Big Papa kind of hits the. That's in the middle. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit in the middle. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, the because the 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 Big Isley Brothers sample uh, is definitely uh, an F jam. Yes, but then when exactly. you when you add Biggie to it, now it's it's like a party jam built on an F jam, which is exactly a unique sort of vibe. Yeah, it's definitely not a slow uh, a slow song or ballad vibe. It's a little it's a little stank, skankier, in a good way. Yeah, but speaking of the I- Isley Brothers, see how I built a little segue. Ooh, there? it's a lovely lovely off ramp. We're going to the '60s for my third choice, with a cover of an Isley Brothers song. Okay, so this is a the song is an Isley Brothers song from the '60s. Yes, and the cover is also from the, the cover's 60s. from the '60s. Yeah, I think the Isley Brothers version is is early '60s, and this version is probably, I think this song is like '66 or '67 or something like that. Wait, this can is, I take a guess? Yeah, go ahead. It's not Twist and Shout, but okay, then, <laughs> then never mind. No. That's okay. that's in my kind of too obvious category. Yeah, I was a little concerned. I was like, why is Paul doing twist and shout? That's weird. Yeah. No, this is a song by the human beings called Nobody But Me. I don't think I know you, that. Yeah, you do. This is you know the no 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 oh, no, 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 no I hate no, that song. No, you hate that song? I hate that no, song. No, because this comes from that category of song like Land of a Thousand Dances. Yes, I hate or, that song uh, too. You hate this? So do you just not like songs that are about dances? <laughs> <laughs> I love songs that name dances that they're doing. That's so um, funny. I don't think I do. Or uh, uh, do you love me? You know, that's another uh, one. That's I hate that song. You too. hate that song too. Okay. Yeah. So you hate. Yeah. This is a this is a subcategory of songs. <laughs> yeah. That you we, don't like. We just discovered. You don't it. like nobody. It's like a cool garage rock take on an Isley Brothers R and B song. I I get the appeal of why people like it because it's ve- it's it's fast and it's fun. It's mm-hmm. just for me, it's not it's not what I want to dance to. It's. I needed something from the '60s that's a crowd pleaser, and to me, this is you hit it like "Move Your Feet" by Junior Senior. I think most people would have the reaction that you did, which is, "What the fuck is Nobody But Me" by the Human Beings? Yes. But if they hear it, they go like, "Oh, I love this song," and then everybody's dancing. It 
it's exactly what you did, where yeah. is you go to someone, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Paul? And you just look at them and go, no, 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 no. And they're like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. that, yes. Yeah. And this is for boomer dads. <laughs> so they won't complain <laughs> about the music because at yes. least they've got this one. And then, but everybody will like it and dance. Yes. Yep. Yeah. He's going to, even though he's got some bum knees, boomer dad's <laughs> going to come out there, shake yeah. it for a bit, and then go back to his seven and seven. And plus, I really love that song. And it scores points for its use in The Office, which is a show that like young people are obsessed, obsessed with. That's so true. millennials and Gen Z will also know and like the song. That is a good point. Because it's on The Office. That is a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You you chose a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that you don't like it, but everybody else does. That's so. okay. You know, I'll, I'll be at the bar for that one. Yeah. Um, my number three is I also think some, everyone will like because... It's a contemporary song, but it sounds like it's from the 80s. It's Treasure by Bruno Mars. You know, it's funny. Before you said it, I thought you were going to say Finesse by Bruno Mars. Oh, Finesse. But that sounds like it's from the 90s. It's from from the 90s. And it's a little, it's shockingly enough, it's slightly less accessible than Treasure because Treasure's so 80s. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know this song. You you don't know Treasure? Treasure. That is what you are. You, Maybe if you I heard have, it. Maybe if I I'll, heard I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you afterwards. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's just one of those, like, you hear it and you go, oh, my God, he just captured early, mid-80s soul. Yeah. It's That's what he's good so at. Good. Yeah, he just he's good nails at, He's it. good at these pastiches. Yeah, he really nails yeah. it. And it's just, it's, it's an up-tempo, fun song. You'll love it, too, because it's, like, three minutes long. I love it just for not being Uptown Funk, which... Uh, Too overplayed. Exactly. Even though it's a relatively recent hit, it's definitely in that like category of Love Shack, where it's just like, I don't... It's really... You overdone. know what? It's getting there fast. Yeah. I mean, because everyone plays it. Every cover band plays it. Mm-hmm. And I understand why. When it came out, I fucking love that song. It's great. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Treasure is... Uh, an under slightly underappreciated Bruno Mars classic because right after Treasure became Uptown Funk, that yeah. was like the next one. So I'll uh, listen to it and see if I recognize. It's funny because my my father recently was asking me if I heard like the new Bruno Mars song. Because I guess it's, it's no, it's something about a door or that's his. That's what I oh I didn't bring it up on episode. He and Anderson Pack teamed up to yes. form a group called Silk Sonic. Oh, is oh I thought okay yeah yeah and um, the song's called Leave the Door Open. It's a great song. Yeah, and I it's I guess it's like a Philadelphia soul pastiche, like a seventies R and B pastiche, which yeah. is probably why my father likes it. And he liked Uptown Funk. But he was like, "Have you heard this song? Was it Open the Door? Leave the Door Open. Leave the Door Open." Yeah, and I'm like, it's... no, I haven't heard that. And he's like, come on, how have you not heard it? It's everyone. And I was like, oh my god, like my 68 year old father knows pop music better than I do. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm it. so out of touch that I don't even know uh, the the new stuff that <laughs> I mean, is so ubiquitous that my boomer dad knows it. Good on you, Mr. Champanelli, and shame yeah. on you, Paul. It's a great. It's like a Delphonic song. Yeah, I think that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Oh, I'm gonna I'll text that to you too. But I was like, yeah, Bruno Bruno has definitely made a career at this point of doing these throwback. Yeah. You know, he did, uh, you know, Uptown Funk is the uh, the Minneapolis sound pastiche. Yep. And, and Finesse was the, or like the, uh, it's the a early Teddy, 90s. It's a full Teddy Riley it's song. It's a Teddy Riley song, yeah. Yeah, full on. 
And then now he's doing the Delphonics. So yeah, that's cool. And he's perfect. Bruno Mars, almost all Bruno Mars songs are kind of perfect for weddings too. Because yeah, sure. like, yeah. who doesn't who doesn't like Bruno Mars? Yeah. Like you're like, yeah, let's 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 dance to Bruno. And even and, and he's also one of those artists. If like in your normal life, you're like too cool for Bruno Mars or whatever. At a wedding, you give yourself permission to just like it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. You get, you get a few in you and you're like, oh, treasure's being played. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's, let's do party. it. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Uh, okay. We got through ABBA and the human beings. I think you're going to like both of my last two. All right. Let's go to the 80s. This is, a, this is a song we've talked about before on the show. And we talked about probably more extensively than any other single song. Oh, wow. uh, you know, I, I fucking love Madonna. You know, but like, I don't want to be too obvious and do like holiday yeah. at the wedding or Holiday's even like Lucky Star or Borderline. For me, it's Cherish for me, man. Oh, that you do love Cherish. Uh, Cherish might be my favorite Madonna song. I think you do. And I think it's another one where like, yeah, everybody knows Cherish. It's a yeah. huge hit, but it's not the first Madonna song you think of. And I yeah. think if you play it at the it's like one of the happiest Madonna songs. Cherish it's is a great. pure love song, so it's good for a wedding. And I think even though it's a huge hit, it still counts as that thing where people go like, "Oh yeah, Cherish, I do love this song." I think if you played Cherish at a wedding, yeah, and particularly if that was the only Madonna song, people would be like, "Wow, that's yeah. crazy!" It, it's a little crazy. It's just a, it's not a lot. It's just a little bit crazy that you would take Cherish over any other Madonna song, but it still That's works. what I'm going for. Where yeah. it's, it's, it's a song everybody knows. Yep. It's a song everybody likes, but it's still kind of cool to play it because it's yes. a little unexpected. Exactly. That's exactly. right. That's the sweet spot that I'm going for. You hit the sweet spot with Cherish because yeah. it's not it's not Lucky Star and it's also not like, why is he playing La Isla Bonita? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or... Uh, Bedtime story. <laughs> oh, I like bedtime stories. It's not good. Right, for you're a not going to play it at the wedding. Yeah, yeah. or uh, or live to tell. That's a real. That's going to slow <gasps> things down. It's going to bring the... everyone down. <laughs> oh, live to tell is a great song. Why is he making me think of that movie where <laughs> Christopher Walken murders his own son? <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a downer of a wedding. Spoiler alert for everybody who was uh, about to watch at close range. <laughs> Sorry that you listened to this podcast <laughs> well, episode first, but that's on them because that close range is a gem, and they should have seen it years ago. Yeah, um, walking oh, at his most walking. That's yeah, a che- great, great pick. I love Cherish. Like that. That's a great song. Yeah, uh, and I think it's really perfect for a wedding. Yeah, it's yeah. upbeat. Uh, it's accessible. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Yeah. My my number two is my biggest quote unquote deep cut. And that's because it's uh, Anita Baker's first big hit, and it's Angel. Oh, okay. I don't know it. Angel was the first song that ever hit for her off her album called Songstress. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's like really the only good song on there. It's it's only like a six or seven uh, cut album. How dare you disrespect Anita Baker this way? I mean, I saw her in concert. She likes me. Um, (laughs) And it's not because it's not like, like... Rapture, which that whole album is just like unbelievable. So it's a little bit of a deep cut. Mm-hmm. And for Anita, it's slight, it's a slow jam, but it's slightly just the vibe of it is slightly just minusculely nasty. Okay. Just the the the, the vibe and the yeah. rhythm. 
family it's, friendly nastiness. Yes, thank yeah. you. Family friendly. Yes, you wouldn't say it's nasty, but it's like say it's naughty, well, yeah. not nasty. It's slightly funkier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, than her ballads. So um, it's a good slow song. It's like a good ballad, but kind of like big in the realm of big papa, but not not in the same world. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. I'm not too familiar with Anita Baker. It's a little bit of, that's a little bit of a deep cut. Like, yeah. uh, it's a great song. It might be one of my favorites. Uh, I think maybe I just randomly saw it on YouTube like a couple weeks ago. Freaking, there's a, a live show where Jamie Foxx sings it to her. And I was like, holy shit, dude, you're great. He like kills it. And it's really weird. But uh, that's what made me think of it. So, Angel. Angel deep by cut. Anita Baker. My deep cut. Cool. Did yeah. they play it at your wedding? No, we played stuff from from Rapture. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we probably uh, played "Caught Up in the Rapture" or "In Sweet Love." Yeah, "Sweet Love" is the one that I that oh, I, but I only I'm know so it because of the Tommy Davidson bit from yes, his yes, special in the '90s where he's doing like impressions of singers. Yes, <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the with all my heart, I love, I love you, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, my number one. Is the song that inspired this list a party song that I was listening to a lot recently? And I said, like, man, this is like such a fun, pure song. And like parts of it are a little nasty. So you either have to play the beeped version or just hope that like Uncle Mel doesn't notice the <laughs> lyrics. What what decade is this? 90s. Oh, okay. 1990. 1990. Because Shock G passed away and I've been listening to so much Digital Underground, I was listening to the Humpty Dance. And I was like, the Humpty Dance is so much fun. Yep. And except for a couple of lyrics, it's so, like, goofy and silly and um, and family-friendly. Um, except for a couple of sexual lyrics that aren't, mm -hmm. like, aren't, like, disgusting. I mean, it was on the radio, so. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> And man, Humpty Hump is a fun character. <laughs> it's that's a great wedding song because you yeah. can get away with it because it's yeah. so kind of goofy but still funky. So everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, that's fun." Yeah, and even the like the dance, the Humpty dance. You know, yeah. it's a dance song, and so it's got a, a verse where he tells you how to do the dance. Yeah, but the way to do the dance is like. It's, it's a non-dance dance, dance yes. where it's basically just like, do whatever you want. Anybody can yeah. do this dance because you just wiggle around and go crazy. Yeah. And it's like, that's perfect for a wedding. That is the one uh, dance song that I like. A song about dance. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a song about yeah. a dance, describing a dance. Oh, so yeah. you, you don't like any songs, not just songs that name check bunches of dances. I'm trying so to think. Like the I Twist mean, I like songs. Or no. Mickey's Monkey. No. Or... Really? Wow. No. No, I mean I like songs that mention dancing in it. Sure. What are songs but... that teach you how to do the dance in the no. song lyrics? No, I don't want that. Except like, for the Humpty Dance. Except for the Humpty Dance, like yeah. I don't need you to teach me how to dougie. That's fine. Oh, I love teach me how to dougie. I mean, it's a, it's such a ridiculously easy <laughs> dance. You're like, okay, yeah. Uh, not for me. I can't do the dougie. <laughs> the dougie. It's not a bad song, but overall, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't need you teaching me how to do it. The Humpty Dance is the only dance I can do because all it requires is for you to look like MC Hammer on crack. <laughs> Humpty? <laughs> That's uh, all easy I need. To do. Yeah. Samoans do the Humpty dance. Humpty Dance, y'all. Let name. me ask you this question. What's the name of the dance? Wouldn't it be the Humpty Dance? 
Well, you'd think so because the name of the song is the Humpty Dance. But what does he say in the song? Do the Humpty Hump. But he says the Humpty Dance is your chance to, to do the to, to do, do what the hump. to do the hump. The hump. So the is it called the Humpty is Dance? Is it called the hump the Humpty Hump or is it called the hump? Ooh, my mind is officially blown. Yeah, this is like the time that I pointed out the lyrics to. Uh, Bust a move, have you being the best man at your friend's brother's <laughs> wedding? Yes. This is wow, and I need to unpack. What this is the second. name of the dance? The is it the Humpty Dance, dance the Humpty Hump, or the hump? the hump? Do the Humpty Hump. Well So if the song is called the Humpty Dance, the lyric makes sense. The Humpty Dance, the song, is your chance to do the hump. Yes. That so the name the song is your chance to do the hump, the dance. But then he says, do the Humpty Hump. Come on and do the Humpty Hump. So is it called the Humpty Hump? And it's nicknamed the Hump? I think it's reverse. Mm -hmm. I think it's called the Hump. Mm -hmm. The song is the Humpty Dance. Mm -hmm. And that song is going to give you a chance to To do do the the Hump. hump. Right. And then if you're cool, you call it do the Humpty Hump. Mm -hmm. You're in that Humpty Hump. That's like the nickname. That's the nickname. That's what all the cool kids call it. You can call it the hump. Okay. Or you want to be cool, call it the, do the hump because mm-hmm. it's the humpty hump. And you shouldn't call it the humpty dance because that's the song. I think that's it. You know what we ought to do, Kirk, is ask Shock G. Oh, no! <laughs> no! Oh, we, uh, oh, we had 30 years! Why didn't we just ask him like a month uh, ago? Uh, uh. Yeah. But I, I'm going with that. I think that is exact. That's a great point. I, th- I think we yeah. nailed it. I think that's it. Yeah, I think maybe you're right. Maybe. You're yeah. Right. But it, whatever the name of the dance is, the song I think is great for weddings. Oh, agree, agree. Great for and no one's going to get offended about Humpty Hub talking about getting no. busy in a Burger King bathroom because no. that's just fun. The only thing I want is people fighting, literally fighting at the wedding over what the song is called. <laughs> just drunk fighting about what exactly the title what the dance is no one questions it no yeah one questions no one it. questions it i've never heard it being questioned until you just did it nope. that's fucking amazing yeah wow my number one is so fucking obvious is well it's going to be prince no no is it going to be the time <laughs> no no Prince no. doesn't make the list. I never Prince thought I'd hear those words come out of your mouth. doesn't make the list. Okay, so you're not going to play something from Dirty Mind? At, uh, <laughs> not going to play Sister. Yeah. Oh, God, no. No okay. Sister, no Head. No, yeah. No. Um, uh, no. Okay, what's your number one? I mean, it's so obvious, and everyone loves it. It's September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would go so far as to say, if you're not playing September at your wedding... Fuck your wedding. Fuck your marriage. Now, I think when my parents got married in 1976, that was probably on everybody's wedding playlist. Yeah. At the time. Well, unless it came out a couple of years later. I'm Maybe not sure it's 76. No, it's either 76 or 77, I think. But I think it's old enough now that maybe it gets left off. It shouldn't. I don't think so. It I shouldn't. think it's so it's so ubiquitous. Yeah. And everyone everyone knows it just because it's played everywhere. And then September rolls around. But and I'm saying think of people who are like in their early twenties now, who are putting together their own playlists. Do they know September? Do they think to put it on their list? I think they might overlook it if they know the song at all. I think they and know they need the someone song. like they you or me it. in their life to say yes. like, hey, put 
earth, wind, and fire hey, on that fucking do you, playlist. Do you want a good fucking wedding with people <laughs> dancing? Then yeah. stop being stupid and put your put September on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a crowd pleaser. Everyone's going to dance mm-hmm. to it. Everyone's going to be happy. There's going to be no drama. It's just all just love and dancing. Yeah. Um, it, and again, yeah, it's so obvious. But for me, I'm like, it's so obvious that it, it, to me, it has to go on there. Yeah, and it's you know that that replaces the really too obvious songs. Like even worse than Love Shack is like Celebrate by Cool and the Gang. Oh, I mean, I love me some Cool and the Gang, but I'm not putting Celebrate on. No, if you were still playing Celebrate at any celebration at all, it's yes. like, oh, why do you hate music? <laughs> why don't you understand how real music works? Yeah. And Celebrate's great, but I mean, I never need to hear it again. I'm going to go so far as to say, and I'm sure you'll agree with me on this, any instance where anyone has an instinct to play Celebrate by Cool and the Gang, replace it with September and you'll win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100%. September has stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. Celebrate has been so overdone and it was great yeah. when it was big but it's also played at, at sporting events and political it's rallies so cliche and, and be, it's like yeah it's so on the nose that you're just not making any kind of an effort yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know? you're really you're really getting into the negative zone yeah when you're putting that on i get <laughs> well we're gonna so and i know that that's why cool and the gang like wrote and recorded that yeah. song so they and, could make a billion dollars and, and good on them for that because everyone would always play it in those situations, but it's like, don't, don't do it. No, don't do, don't do it. It's yeah. like, if you have the inkling to play YMCA, stop, yeah. play September. Yeah. Yeah. Or even play in the Navy. I don't know. <laughs> I would rather hear in the Navy at a sure. wedding. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not YMCA. against the village people and I don't even no. think YMCA is a bad song, but no one ever needs to nope. hear it ever again. No one ever needs to be at a wedding going YMCA. No. Play no the fucking electric it. slide instead, for God's sake. Oh. Something, but not YMCA. The electric slide. Listen, electric slide is play it out as fuck, but if it's played, I'll, I'm going to dance to yeah. it. <laughs> Acknowledging that it's played yeah. out, but I'm like, well, I'm here. It's, You're going to boogie, woogie, woogie. And boogie, woogie, that's right, John. <laughs> I mean, I would even suggest if you're thinking of, no, no, because the electric slide, I was going to say replace the hustle, but the hustle has a little more steps. It's easier to do the electric slide. And the hustle's a little too 70s, too. Yeah, it's a little too, yeah, that makes sense. For me, the electric slide was, that was always the big hit at the, at the uh, semi-annual family dance when I was in elementary school. <laughs> Oh my god! In the, in the gym at the elementary it? school, the family dance. Yeah, everyone went crazy when they played the electric slide. That's so funny. Yeah, so that's what it makes me think of as being like seven years old at the family dance. Wow! It's like the school dance for tiny children and their moms and dads. <laughs> yeah, because that's all they could bring them. That's so yeah. funny. But we oh love boy. the electric slide, baby. Electric slide works. It works in the wedding. Uh, of those sort, like if it's going to be. Uh, at the wedding, if it's going to be one of those sort of line dancey dance songs, like a like a Macarena oh, or, no. or or a Hustle or something, yeah. like that, I'm going to go. I'm going to pick the Electric Slide. I would like the Hustle, but I understand that there's too many other steps involved. So I would pick yeah. the Electric Slide. Yeah. Don't ever give me the fucking Macarena. No, you're done with the Macarena. It's Don't it's not old enough yet to have like kitsch value uh, to you. I can't, I can't stand. Don't give it to me. Don't don't give me any sort of. 
achy breaky heart dance. Oh uh, no, no! I don't want. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that at my wedding. I'll bet Macarena has like a kitsch, ironic appeal to Gen Z now. I would you think too I mean? that they think it's kind of silly, and... right? But having lived through it, I never oh, need to hear it again. Never, never, <laughs> never. Although all the girls in the video were hot, so I would never change the channel when it came on. <laughs> Fair point that the video is just... also. Um, don't play Thriller at your wedding. Would anyone ever play people Thriller? Would, I think people would just because like it's a maybe Michael if you're Jackson getting song. married in late October, my, like my parents did, but. Um... Any other Michael Jackson song would be fine. Although, yeah. given what's happened in the past couple of years, just don't play Michael Jackson at your wedding. I'm sorry. Maybe that's that's fair like, too. Because even if you don't care and you still want to listen to Michael Jackson, it's going to make some people feel. Someone's going to so, someone's going to get a little upset. Um, you can get away with the list. Jackson Five, I think. Though you could you could put on uh, ABC or Dancing yeah. Machine. I want mm-hmm. you back. Yeah, I think yeah. we played Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, so I think we did have him in there. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to add just now? You have some other mentions? or No, no, that was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyone who's planning a wedding, I hope you're listening. Uh, Reach out to us. We're here. Free advice. Yeah. If you've got a song that you're on the fence about and you oh. need a ruling. Yes. Uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter or email musicreagan at gmail.com. The email account that I literally have not checked in at least a year. Uh, I probably have some like, emails in there from yeah. Uncle Mark. I, yeah, I feel bad if I've been ignoring Yeah, him. look at him. Uncle Mark's like, well, I guess Paul and I are fighting now. Well, he stopped emailing for a while, and, and then I sort of fell off checking it. So I don't right. know. I'll have to check it and see check what's Check it out. That. Yeah. Well, there's hundreds of emails. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, ping Kirk on Instagram and me on Twitter if you need a ruling yes. on a song. Happy to help. And we will probably give you completely opposite opinions and you'll be stuck at square one. <laughs> yes. And we'll give you like seven different alternatives that you'll be like, I don't know what the fuck this yeah. is. Do I want? Oh, I should have I never love contacted that we them. think that anyone gives a shit about our opinion. Oh, yeah. oh, I know. Like in the first place that we even make this podcast and in the second place that we think people would at, like come to us to ask for our yeah. opinion. Hey guys, can I get a ruling on this? Of yeah. course you can. I love it for us that we live in a world like where we think that that's could even be oh. possible that it would happen. Living in delusion is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a fun list. Yeah, it was we've great. We've only got one more top five list. What are we going to uh, do? I don't know. I'll have to yeah. ponder and search our souls for it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you'll find out in two weeks if you want to download it and listen to it because that's when it's going to go up. Uh, but that's the end of this episode. Bye. Bye.